Welcome to the Diverse Minds Podcast, where we give you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to be a mentally healthy and inclusive leader. Each week, you'll hear about a variety of topics linked to mental health, well-being, and diversity that will enhance both your professional practice and personal well-being. Welcome to the 15th episode of the Diverse Minds Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about coaching, what it is, how a coach can help you realize and achieve your goals as an individual. Coaching is effectively a productive conversation between a coach and a coachee, i.e. the person being coached, unusual word I'm sure, but we'll go with it for now. And the process enables the coachee to fully develop themselves and reach their goals or even clarify their goals to enable them to reach those goals. Coaching is all about asking powerful questions so the coachee can find the answers that will work for them. There's no right or wrong, it's what you want to be coached on. And it differs to mentoring, which is often someone who's been through a similar experience, providing you with advice and guidance, and sponsorship, which is all about being actively championed in the workplace by someone who has the access to power and can get you seen and visible. It's from my own experience of feeling frustrated and exhausted about my career that I turned to coaching in 2015. It was a pivotal time which subsequently shaped my future direction for the best, hence me having my own business now, and I was coached by Jenny Garrett, who runs the Happinista Project, and I'm still part of the Happinista Project, which is a really brilliant group of women that support each other. And then I was honoured to have the opportunity to train as a coach in 2016, during my role at Imperial College. And I think what I really love about coaching is it enables you to get to where you want to be by the coachee creating a framework that they know is going to work for them. And I've decided to talk to you about coaching today, as December can be a time where we're often thinking about the year ahead, what we may like to change, what we may like to do differently. But then the negative side of this is that it feels overwhelming and many times we don't even know where to start. So often people get stuck, demotivated and exhausted from a busy autumn and winter period. But do we really give ourselves the time we need to reflect on our achievements and carve out the direction we are going in? Perhaps this feels quite self-indulgent. But I would say by not taking this time for ourselves, it results in stagnation, unfulfillment or underfulfillment, and procrastination, which leads to frustration with our job, personal life, hobbies, and moving closer to our dreams. In recent years, I think it's true, coaching has become a bit of a buzzword. So I really wanted to take this time to explore what coaching is, how it can help you, and the benefits to your overall mental health and well-being. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how coaching is distinct to counselling or psychotherapy. However, what I feel coaching does is provide uninterrupted space to find the clarity and to enable someone to work out how they can have more control in their life. And being in control and reducing ambiguity is so important for everyone's mental health. So I tend to coach people who are at a crossroads in their life. They want to progress, be it in their career, with their family life, setting up their own business, or in fact all three. However, they also want to look after their well-being. Coaching is effectively a growth and development tool based on a conversation between a coach and a coachee. And the focus of this conversation is solely on the coachee with the aim of generating a discussion that will help the coachee consider their goals, learn, move forward and reach their potential. It's based on the premise that the coachee has the answers, the coach will simply support by asking questions to unlock those answers from within the coachee. 
And coaches may not be expert in all areas of a coach's work. And actually, in some ways, it's not relevant. The most important thing is that they take the time to listen and can ask those really key questions, parking their own judgment and perceptions to unlock that potential. And coaches will have a number of tools and techniques to be able to ask those questions in different ways to facilitate that development. So I mentioned counselling earlier on and counselling and therapy tends to focus on negative and or life-changing events in the past, in many cases over which people had no control over. And counselling, for want of a better word, deals with the cognitive and emotional blockages which may be impeding someone to function optimally. Counselling and therapy use their own specific frameworks to help someone regain mental balance with their life, work and relationships. Coaching, on the other hand, focuses on what's happening in the present and, in fact, what you want to happen in the future. So it is very future-focused, action-orientated, and it supports and helping clients move towards their own goals or, as I mentioned earlier, clarify what those goals might be or look like. And I also want to be really clear that coaching is not a substitute for counselling or therapy, but it can absolutely work in conjunction with both those things. And I would never pretend to be a counsellor or therapist, um, but would always recommend if people want to do that, to do that first or in conjunction, depending on what's going on for them. And the other beauty of coaching is that you don't actually have to be physically face to face. Most of the coaching I do is over Skype or the phone, which is why it's great to, um, you know, you can build a global community or work with people from around the world. And actually, this works really well, um, either doing it on Zoom or video conference call or the phone. Um, and coaching over the phone can really help coaches feel more at ease as they're in their own environment. Um, and have, they can have their own things around them. Some people find it quite difficult to maybe make eye contact or see or look at someone face to face. So there are lots of different techniques that can be used. And interestingly, there's no set structure or format to a coaching session. You as the coach or your client will bring a topic or issue or goal or question to the session. And the main focus of the coach is to listen firstly and intently and actively, and then to ask those key questions to help you as the coachee get to where you want to be. And initially, it may feel very strange to have an uninterrupted speaking time to talk about yourself. But by having this safe time and space, you'll begin to find solutions, ways forward and decide which actions to commit to. As I mentioned previously, there's no right or wrong way to be a coachee. Just go with what feels natural to you. And I don't tend to give or set you know, what might be considered homework routinely. But there may be occasions where if you know, we're working together, we both agree on an activity or task that may be helpful. And it's completely up to you whether you choose to complete it. And that would then inform the next session. So what makes me a coach then? Well, I have an Institute in Leadership and Management, ILM, Level 5 qualification in coaching. And I've been coaching for over three years. I've worked with numerous organisations to facilitate also team coaching. And in addition to this, I'm a workplace mediator. Now, of course, mediation is very distinct to coaching. However, this does support my coaching skills in terms of asking open questions, reframing and using nonviolent communication. And I also attend regular CPD days and supervision to ensure that I maintain and update my skills. So as I mentioned, you don't need to wait till January in order to think about coaching or think about the new year. But I am going to be offering my January Jumpstart Package, which is a really focused and intense two-session coaching for a very special price. So keep listening if you want to find out more. 
So let's say you've listened to this and I've whetted your appetite for coaching. Well, what can you do? I would say find out more about coaching in the process and two really good resources are the European uh, Mentoring and Coaching Council and the International Coaching Federation. And I've included the links within the show notes. But also have a look because there are lots and lots and lots of coaches out there. Now, coaches will be trained in a similar way, but each coach will have a particular niche. So investigate the kind of coaching that could work for you. Maybe you want couples coaching and there's a brilliant coach out there called Sue Saker, um, as off the top of my head that I know is fantastic. Maybe you want more career mentoring, in which case you might like to check out the podcast with Soma Ghosh and she is the career happiness mentor and she also uses coaching techniques. Perhaps you want something more about your family or you want life coaching. So think about the niche and what could work for you. Then you'll also need to consider what your budget is. Now, coaching isn't cheap and I don't really think it should be because we've all gone through training and we've done a lot of work. However, there will be coaches that might offer reduced rates for those who are on benefits or income support. For those people who maybe are in charity organisations, I know they're coaches who work extensively with charities and uh, people who work in charities. So it doesn't always have to be um, extortionate. And when I said I don't think it should be cheap, that wasn't in a negative way. I think that actually it values the skills that trained coaches have. So it does concern me if something is super rock bottom because what's the quality or what's the qualification that that coach has? However, there are always ways and means that coaches use to try and make their coaching as accessible as possible. But think about your budget and what's realistic for you. Um, and then what do you really want to get out of it? So that links to what kind of coach you want, but what would you like to get out of it? And what are you willing to put in? Because that's the thing with coaching. It's also what you put in. And make the most of the free coaching session, 30-minute coaching sessions that most of the coaches I know and I've seen do, including myself, um, also sometimes known as a chemistry call. Because this will give you a chance to find out if you want to work with that specific coach, if they're right for you. And you might think they're really great, but it might be that they're not doing quite the coaching that you want. And think about the questions that you really need to ask and you want to know. And I think it is amazing how people do have the answers and when they have the coaching space, they do the things that they might have been putting off for ages. In six sessions, I had one coachee I was working with who was really grappling with her flighty manager and very um, indecisive director. And I can recall quite clearly at one meeting, she was absolutely in despair with the fact that she just didn't feel heard. So I used a technique called perceptive positioning to enable her to physically sit in a chair or in a position that the director would sit in for a big meeting she had coming up. And this is in order for her to kind of understand or work out or take educated guesses at how they might be or why they might be behaving the way they are. And by doing this, she was able to have more control over the meeting and her own behaviour and adapt her communication style so she felt more heard. But by the end of six sessions, well, during the course of the coaching, she knew this wasn't the right role for her. But at the end of six sessions, she'd managed to secure herself a new job in a department that she wanted with a manager she knew and admired. And she'd also navigated the politics of leaving her present job. Now, I didn't do any of that. I didn't navigate the politics. I didn't have to communicate with this flighty manager and really difficult director. This individual did it. And it sounds like she did it beautifully. And I, I think she did. But she did all that. So again, it wasn't me doing it. I wasn't in the meeting with her. And I think this is just an example of the fact that we all have that power in us. It's just how it needs to be unlocked. 
The other thing is I've also coached people from various different cultural backgrounds. I was very privileged to coach someone Tibetan. Um, I've coached women from Poland. I've coached people from India. And I think part of this is due to my um, cultural background and my circumstances of being very passionate about culture and understanding culture. And from that, I know that I can relate to different backgrounds and therefore ask the right questions or different questions that you might need to ask to people from diverse cultural backgrounds. And that to me is one of my unique selling points. And I also found that people from um, diverse cultural backgrounds do tend to find the chemistry core useful and gravitate towards me as a result of that. So the coaching that I do focuses and centres on well-being and career progression. You may have been considering that promotion, thinking about changing jobs or reaching your potential in another way. However, you're also concerned about your burnout, stress and maintaining well-being to juggle everything. Well, then you've come to the right place. Having been there myself and supported people at the very same crossroads, I've chosen to specialise in this area. And that's not to say I won't coach other people who have different aspirations or thoughts or goals. And as I mentioned, you can get a free taster to see if what I do is right for you. But I've decided to focus on the crossroads because I feel that this is something I know and this is something people tend to gravitate towards me for. So have you had a positive experience of coaching? I'd absolutely love to hear from you if you have. And if you want to find out more about coaching, there are resources in the show notes, as I mentioned, the EMCC and the ICF. But I'd also like to introduce you to my special January Jumpstart package. So I'm offering a coaching package of two 60-minute coaching sessions for just £150, including VAT. But you will need to book your free 30-minute call with me by 31st of December and be able to pay the full £150 for your two sessions in the first week of January. So this is a time-limited offer and you'll need to do this by 31st of December. And why not find out more about the coaching by checking out my coaching FAQs and that's on the Diverse Minds website under Solutions and Coaching and then book a 30-minute free call with me by the 31st of December to qualify for my January Jumpstart package. So I'd really love to hear from you and here's to hopefully working with you if I'm the right person and don't leave it as the last thing to do on your continuing professional development list because you are important and you do deserve time to think about where you want to go and you will absolutely reap the benefits. So I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Diverse Minds podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you access your podcasts from. You can also connect with me on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Tune into next week's episode of the podcast where I'll bring you more insights on mental health and inclusion. Bye for now.